Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kristen. It is great to be here, and yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful, I'm grateful, I'm happy, I'm excited. I'm not always this way. I'm not 24-7, everything's great, everything's fine and dandy, but even the small things of, of going outside in this this warm weather and, 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 and being under that sun and feeling just that warmth and, and looking up into the clear skies and just, just thinking, man, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to be here. I'm so lucky to, to be where I'm at. And I think showing that, that gratefulness, that kindness goes a long way. And it doesn't only go a long way for the outward appearance, but it also goes a long way of helping us feel more optimistic. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not always this way. I'm not always happy-go-lucky and, and feel great. Everything's looking up. It goes in spurts. But recently, talking to a client, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but talking to a client, we were chatting and and I said, what, what we consume consumes us. And that's, for me, it was, whether I've heard that phrase somewhere before, I don't know, but I'm going to take credit for it right now, but what we consume consumes us. And, and that word consumes is something that resonates with me because when I'm thinking about something, specifically thinking about something, it really does consume me. It takes up a lot of my brain space and it takes up a lot of that, that brain power. And this can go for consumption as far as what we put in our bodies. It could go for the news that we watch, social media. Um, I haven't really been on social media much the last few months. And it was hard at first. It was a habit of mindlessly scrolling on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. And And it feels good to not to not do that because yes, there is a lot of good that happens on social media, but there's also a lot of negative. There's a lot of verbiage on there from various friends, from people. And being an empathetic person, reading it, even though I don't take it to heart every single post that's put on there, the cognitive awareness that we have as humans once we see things that are repetitive and, and the negatives about whether it's something negative happening happening overseas or somebody in their personal life has something bad happen to them. It adds up and it, and it makes it seem like the world is this place of nothing but disasters. And it, I mean, yes. The, the world, the universe is conspiring against us and it's it's up to us to push ourselves, to keep ourselves alive, to take care of ourselves. But when I constantly put that, that information into my head, it does start to consume me and it does start to taint the way that I view the world. And going back to that phrase, what we consume consumes us or what I consume consumes me. And we, we can talk about diet. We can talk about being grateful. 
We can talk about the books we read, the shows we watch, the people we listen to, the friends we hang out with, the work environment that we're in. Because it starts to shape us and it starts to give us this worldview of, of, of what things are. And so going back to the gratefulness and being thankful is it means so much to wake up and feel that, to say that. 85% of the days, I'm so, so grateful. The other 15, I can just say, let it all burn. But I think that's normal. And so choosing to be grateful, choosing to look at the positives, choosing to find the things that are good in my life does a lot more for me than consuming these negative aspects of life all the time. Because my life's already hard. I already have my insecurities. I have things that trouble me. A cliche phrase of, I'm my own biggest critic, I'm my own harshest critic. I believe that. And when when I'm critiquing myself and I'm hard on myself, I think about it and I say, would I say this to my son? Would I say this to my best friend? Because it is up to me as a best friend, as a dad, to push the people that I love to better themselves and to, to be better for themselves. But would I tell them they're a piece of crap for not doing something that they've said they've been wanting to do? No. So why would I tell myself that I'm a piece of crap? Why would I say that I don't deserve anything if I wouldn't say that to my son, if I wouldn't say that to my best friend? And so that tying back into the consumption, maybe that's an audit that some of us need to make when it comes to social media, when it comes to the people we hang out with. And sometimes you can't escape those people. Sometimes they're coworkers. Sometimes they're friends of friends. But I've, I've noticed in myself that I have a lot of confidence. I don't have unlimited confidence, but I would say that I am on the upside of confidence in myself. And I'm not talking about confidence in my looks or confidence in my job, or I'm talking confidence in who I am as a person and and confident in who I know I am and, and what I believe in. Not to say that I'm stubborn. I mean, I am stubborn, but not to say that I, that I, that I don't look to better myself because I know that I'm not perfect and that's the greatest, that's the greatest superpower, I guess, that, that I have is knowing that I'm not the best or that I'm not perfect. And I also know that striving for perfection is, can be detrimental. And I don't think I strive for perfect because when I'm talking about perfect, I'm I can have a perfect game in bowling. I can have a perfect game pitching baseball. But can is it possible to have a perfect game in bowling every single time you bowl? I mean, maybe in Wii bowling. But perfection is this unattainable fallacy that for some of us can drive us mad. But it doesn't mean that I can't stop striving to be better than, than I was yesterday. It doesn't mean that I, 
need to give up if I, if I fail at something. Sure, if I, if I fail at something, and if I fail multiple times, I can ask myself honestly, is this what you should be doing? Is there a different approach? Are you playing the right game? Because it's hard to get a perfect game in bowling if you're using a basketball. So having the right tools and, and knowing what game you're playing, that's huge. So being grateful for the opportunities that we have, being grateful for the failures that we get. I heard a quote the other day, something along the lines of failing is just an expensive lesson. And that's so true. Something along those lines. So for instance, if I'm trying to promote my business and I use Google ads or Facebook ads and I spend however much money, a lot of money on my ads and they don't perform, I can look at that and it it would suck, yes. But I can look at that as that's an expensive lesson. And then I can learn from there and push myself to be better than I was the last time that I did it. And I talk about this a lot with my son is you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be the best BMX bike rider when you first hop on your bike. You don't have to be the best skateboarder. You don't have to be the best basketball player. But focus your attention and just be better than you were yesterday. Try harder. Push yourself. Enjoy the process. Be grateful for the opportunity that we have. And listen to the way that we talk to ourselves. Because if we want to tell our best friends or our spouses or our kids, if half of the stuff that we thought in our minds was said out loud, you know how crazy we would look and feel and seem? So why do we allow that? It's okay. It's okay to be hard on yourself. It's okay to push yourself. I'm not saying don't try. I'm not saying that everything's hunky-dory. What I am saying is it's up to me to push myself but not beat myself down. It's up to me to make myself stronger but not to break myself. Using a lifting analogy, we tear muscle fibers when... We're working out each and every time, you know, you, you, you tear down muscle and you rebuild it. But if you push too hard and you tear a muscle that takes you out of commission, don't ever take yourself out of commission. Don't ever beat yourself down so bad that you can't go forward. Be kind to yourself, be grateful, be thankful, be happy. Not all the time. Don't be perfect but allow yourself the opportunity to succeed. Take those small wins. Take the big wins. If you're going to blame yourself for every loss that you have, you better take the the credit for every win that you have too. And that's hard. What we consume consumes us. And that includes our own thoughts. 
So hopefully consuming this podcast is a positive. And if it's not, maybe it's something that you should stop listening to. But you can find those voices. You can find those friends. You can find those those situations that are good for you. And part of being an adult with responsibility is it's not always apparent what the right answer is. But we can make those choices. So keep pushing yourself. Keep being better than you were yesterday. And that doesn't mean every single day that you have to wake up and push yourself to be better. There's going to be bad days. But it's during those bad days that you don't beat yourself down so much that you're out of commission. And reading the book Atomic Habits recently, he says, never miss two days in a row. So if you have one bad day, get back on it, whether it's your diet, whether it's the way that you're talking to yourself. With anything in life, never miss two days in a row. That's where we're going to wrap up this episode. I appreciate you guys listening. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. If you have any questions, please send me an email, justin at philosophical.com, and we will check with you next time.